tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Da, da, da. Welcome, After Buzzers, to another edition of Monday Night Football. Alongside yeah. my girl, Steph Z. What's up, Tina Cap? How you doing? Hi. It's just us tonight. It's just the girls tonight. That's all right. That's all right. It was a late game. Just the girls. Yeah. We got it. We got it. So tell everyone, first off, where they can find you on Instagram or Twitter if they want to tweet at you today. You guys can tweet me. You can find me on both, at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the game, my Jets that they suck again, and anything else football you'd like to talk about or anything. <laughs> yes, and you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. And it was a interesting game, to say the least, tonight. We had the Colts against the Panthers. The Panthers went into it 6-0, and came out of it 7-0. and Yeah. But it was not pretty. It wasn't pretty, but, I mean, I think we just got to be serious here for a second. It wasn't all their fault. No, And, and no. a lot of times, I mean, that rain. Mother Nature. Yeah, I was in Charlotte last week, and the way that it rains on the East Coast, especially the Southeast, it's just something that California doesn't ever see, and a lot of people probably don't see. I mean, it's literally like sheets of rain. Their visibility, they probably couldn't even see in front of them. So all the fumbles, turnovers, miss snaps, I mean, like, I don't think we can really... You know, it's funny, because it's like all these guys' stats are going to suffer in a way because of the weather, which I don't know is exactly fair. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean... Uh, that's that's what I'm kind of curious about, and we talked about it a little bit when we were watching the game, is what is there anything these guys can do to kind of combat the, you know, ha- mishaps of the weather? Like, how Mm-mm. can they fix their gloves to make them catch the ball easier? I don't know. Like, is there a way? Or no, I feel do, like that would all be illegal. Screwed, I guess. I feel like it's illegal to put anything to like, you know, if you put a wax or something. Of course it's illegal, but all right. guys do it. <laughs> right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that there's enough rain. I mean, we were almost joking around about it, but how do you practice this? I mean, get fire yeah. trucks with fire hoses to spray on it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can't really practice for Mother Nature and the conditions that she'll bring. But in the same sense, I mean, the only thing that you can say is that it's across the board equally terrible for both teams. Right. I mean, that field, that field in itself is thrashed. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, I don't know. I mean, yes, it's, you know, makes it susceptible for more injury, which we didn't really have. So I was happy about that. But I kind of love football like this. Yeah. It's just fun. It just reminds me of, like, growing up in New York and going out in the snow and playing football. You know what I mean? Like, who cares what's happening? You just do it. Yeah, no, it was definitely a fun game to watch for the most part. But it was just... There was just so many errors, and I know, like we said, it's not, it can't really be put all on these guys because 
you could see when they zoomed in close how much it was just dumping rain. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like to play in that weather. No, and and the fact, too, is, like, how many of these guys are going to be... I mean, I know, like, it's mother's myth, don't go out with a wet head and stuff like that, but, like, how many of these guys are going to be feeling crappy tomorrow because they've been out all night sweating in this pouring rain that's chilly, you know? Like, it's not good... It's just interesting. It's interesting. Sometimes it brings up the conversation for me. Like, why isn't every stadium just in a dome so yeah. that every stadium would be the same? You know what I mean? Like, if every or stadium... Or a retractable ceiling. Right. Or, I mean, like, I get that it's part of the whole home field advantage to have your stadium and your weather and stuff. But would it, even this playing field, literally, if every stadium had the same... Had to be at the same temperature. Had to be at the same this. Had to be at the same that. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting... Yeah, I mean, I suppose it would even the playing field, but... It will never happen. I'm just... It won't be fun. Then you won't ever have those snowy Lambo games. Yeah. Or a game like today, or if you were in Seattle, it could have been the same thing, you know, just dumping rain. And I think that kind of just... It's fun. And maybe, you know, it's not necessarily a home field advantage because these guys still have to play in this crazy rain. It's not like they're completely used to it or anything so i guess today the playing field was leveled because of mother nature yeah but uh we had you know the panthers started off strong they barely eked it out at the end what did you think what was your overall uh take of cam newton's performance tonight um, I feel like, number one, I'm a big Cam Newton fan, have been, followed him in college, followed him throughout his whole, his dad, all the, you know, chaos rumors, stories about Cam Newton. Um, I feel like he's playing very confident. I feel that he's playing very consistent and accurate. I feel like he might have got a little bit cocky at the middle of this game, thinking they had this game won. And then, you know, Andrew Luck, I feel like was somewhat in a slump and maybe got woken up so to speak but I don't know if you saw but there was a pretty interesting um press conference with Cam Newton last week and he was just saying and they you know they were like how do you feel like you know what does it make you feel like that your team's six and oh or you know last week and he was like doesn't make me feel anything and then he was like wait time out that's not what I meant. You know what I mean? Because he knows who he is he's gonna get ripped apart in the media and he's like of course that makes me happy but it's game by game you know what I mean so the fact that he was aware enough to say that and I know on the field he seems super cocky but in his press conferences he always seems pretty well spoken to me and pretty humble and he loves the game like there's a lot of these quarterbacks that you can just tell not that people are I mean yes some athletes are there just because it's a job but like he's one of the ones that love the game yeah and I just feel like it shows like even when he does maybe give up and then he has to come back in overtime he knows all right we got to get it together and he can get his team fired up because he has that heart well I don't think it was all on him either that kind of like slump in the second half I think the defense slowed up a bit too um but I agree with you I think I mean, you see it when he's going all out, and I don't know how many rush yards he had tonight, but it's like he's taking these massive hits and trying to gain the first down for his team, which a lot of quarterbacks don't do. A lot of quarterbacks don't move, or they'll run out of bounds. Like, he's trying, he's giving it his all, and he's so athletic that it's just, like, crazy to watch sometimes him jump over guys or barrel through guys without, and you forget, you're like, wait, that's their quarterback. 
Yeah. You know? Like, and I feel like he's one... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You tell me, is there someone that comes to mind that's like him? Because you have your Kaepernick's. You have your Kaepernick RG3's. Kaepernick used to be like right, him. Right, Because those... They're all super mobile quarterbacks, but they all kind of, in a way, aren't pocket passers. But I feel like Cam's kind of found more of a balance than any of the other guys out there that are as mobile as he is. Yeah, Russell Wilson's probably the closest comparison. Yeah, that's true. But I still think Cam is just much more athletic, and he's taller, and Russell Wilson is pretty short for a quarterback, yeah. where he has, I think Cam has that um, advantage for himself. Yeah, and I feel like just with, maybe it's because of all that, but Cam just has a different presence on the field than Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Yeah, not no, that I, Not that, I mean, Russell Wilson, they're coming back now, Seattle's turned the corner too, but I feel like... He's a leader, Cam Newton. He gets out on the field and people want to play for him and they trust him. And if he changes at the line, like his guys are enrolled in what he's doing. I agree. And we saw that stat during the game. He's tied for second for most rushing touchdowns since 2012 or 2011 when he came in the league. And that's with Beast Mode and Adrian Peterson. So, yeah, pretty good company. I mean, that's pretty impressive in it in and of itself that a quarterback can be tied with a couple of these great running backs so he's obviously like we said very athletic and we see that we saw that tonight for sure and he he's got a cannon of an arm yeah like there was a couple of balls that he threw I was just like wow like the one that he actually threw that it was an interception in the first half was just a bomb yeah I mean it was stupid he threw it into double coverage I think but still like a bomb. Yeah, but the fact that he can throw it. When the ball's soaking wet. Right. Too, the fact yeah. that he has the confidence to throw it into double coverage when the ball's so wet and he has the distance. I mean, like, granted, it was off and whatever, but it's like at the end of the day, not many quarterbacks would even take that chance or it would end up horribly different. Yeah. So. And we ought to mention, too, that the Panthers, with Kelvin Benjamin, who is injured right now, but. Uh, they have six number one picks on their team. Oh, yeah. Calvin Benjamin, Funchess, uh, yeah. Jonathan Stewart, Cam Newton. Uh, well, because the they were so, so terrible for a long time. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's... And you take a franchise like the, Car- the Carolina Panthers, it's like, you know, they got Cam Newton as a number one pick in 2011, right? Yes. So it's like, you know, it took four years to rebuild that team. And it took four years. Like, the first couple of years, they weren't great. You know? So it's it's almost like they're due. And now they've taken the time and they've rebuilt. And they, they built it on more of a solid foundation rather than on a foundation of quicksand, which I feel like a lot of people do when they bring in these number one quarterbacks and everything else isn't built around them. And then it's just a fail. And you have situations like Kaepernick or yeah. at Luck, who, you know, maybe was in a slump. Maybe he's come out of it. But still, he's not what everyone thought he was going to be this year. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And I was trying to look for... My stat was it? Did we say that this is the? Yeah, this is the first six and zero start in franchise history yeah, for the Panthers. Ever. Well, now seven and zero. Yeah, so that's major for them. Yeah, and to come from it's funny, it's crazy how big of a. First of all, this was also the first meeting of Luck and Newton ever in their careers, which right. was interesting. But because they have been compared so much, yes, yeah, it's it was such a switch this season with. uh the NFC South last season being the worst 
division. And now the AFC South this year is the worst division with the Colts. I think they're still leading that three and five. Yeah, I think they are too. The Texans are a three and five. Three and five as well, right? Yeah, but I think that they won more division games. Yeah, so they should still be. They are, yeah, on top. they're two and zero oh in the division, I believe. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's like okay, complete opposite or just a flip flop, basically, of what right. happened last year. And look at the Panthers last year; they won the division with a losing record, and now they come into this season seven and zero. Oh. So yeah. they've definitely turned a corner, and uh, I mean, and- I think that the way that they're playing right now, they have. A good chance to continue. I mean, it's hard. I think I do too because it's hard. It'd be hard to find a team that they can that they would lose to right now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, too, because their D is so strong right now, too. Yeah. That for me is you know you you see these guys making these amazing plays when it's pouring rain out. So not only is Cam Newton doing the work on the offense, his D is keeping it so that he doesn't have to do double, triple work and take all the responsibility for himself. So I agree with you. I think, I don't know, the Panthers are looking good this year. Yeah, and I just got the little update on my phone. This is the first time in league history that four teams have started 7-0. and Oh, wow. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. I'm trying to pull up my stats right now because I want to see who the Panthers play in their next couple of games. Right. But anyway, so aside from... Cam Newton, Jonathan Stewart had a great, great yeah. game tonight. Um, I mean, he did have that one. Did he have one or two fumbles tonight? I, th- I know he definitely had one. I know we had to listen to the rest of the game. Um, no, Cam Newton had the fumble that when they were on like the That's two yard right, line. Yeah, um, but it was like a wet mess. It wasn't like you know, it wasn't. No. It wasn't like a normal yeah. fumble where someone like swatted it and he just wasn't holding on and he has to you know work on his ball security this week. It was it was freaking pouring rain and the, he, someone handed him a wet blanket and he dropped it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, so, I'm, you're totally right. So it's. Like we said before, it's like you can't really put too much stock into these fumbles and and give these guys too much, you know, crap for it because it was pretty hard to hold on to that ball. Okay, so where am I here? Let's see. Pan- okay, yeah. Panthers play the Packers next week, which Ooh. will be a good, um, definitely a good matchup because the Packers are coming off a pretty embarrassing loss to the Broncos. Yeah, which um, are also undefeated. Yes. Broncos. Yes. So, yeah, so I wonder be- how... Yeah, that'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game. And honestly, I think the game ending the way that it did will only fuel the Panthers to get more ready. Because if it would have just been a blowout, you know what I mean? Maybe it would have been different. But now they almost lost it. Now they're going into base Green Bay. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure they prepare every week, you know, regardless of who they play the next week. But sometimes it's, you know, mentally in these guys' psyche on who they're playing, on who they beat, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. That would be a really, really... And they'll be at home again. So, if the I don't know if the weather's supposed to be like that again on Sunday with yeah, the dumping know, rain. Sure, that we... would be interesting. Yeah. Um, Colts are going to, up against the Broncos. I mean, I don't see them having much yeah. of a chance. I'm going to write that down there. so we could do our... Uh... Wait, is it at, the, at Denver? No, they're in Indianapolis, okay. so... At least they've got home field advantage going for them, but I I don't know about that. So, yeah, let's talk. Let's flip over to the other side with the quarterback for Andrew Luck. And we spoke about it a little bit that um, he kind of just looked 
almost, I don't know if it was that he looked scared or he was just uncomfortable playing I feel like in it's almost rain. defeated, too. I think, and I think it was more just he was playing, like, he was scared to make a mistake because of the rain, and in turn, he was making mistakes. Yeah. And then once it, you know, the rain kind of stopped a little bit, and they crawled back and realized they had a chance, they're down by 10, like, let's go, let's do this, you kind of saw... Andrew Luck turn a corner, and then it was like, oh, there's the Andrew Luck we know. Yeah. Where I think, has he been? Yeah, for me, I think what it is, what resonates is that there was, there's was there been no sense of urgency from him. Yes. And I feel like that's what we got back. And yeah, Andrew Luck is a phenomenal quarterback, but he just hasn't been consistent this year. So if he can really, you know, maybe this game woke him up, and who knows what will happen. So I feel like, but something that you had mentioned when we were watching the game was the stat that... um the rushing since Andrew Luck has got there. What was that stat? It was so since Andrew Luck joined in 2012, the Colts have had one game where a player has rushed for more than 100 yards. Yeah, that's insane. And that was in 2012. And it's not like they don't have Frank Gore anybody? rushed for 70 yards tonight. Yeah, the next- which he was a beast in this rain. Yeah, and then. They've got Bradshaw, which I, I know he's not in his prime anymore, but still, he, how much did Bradshaw get? 31 yards. Still, it's just very, um, they could have somewhat of a run game, I think. I mean, their stats actually don't really look that great. I mean, Andre Johnson, 81 yards, uh, one touchdown, four receptions. Waylon, five receptions, 48 yards. Fleener, seven re- receptions, 43 yards, one touchdown. Right. So it's like... They didn't really do that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess... Still, 29-26. That's a lot of points that somehow got on the board. Yeah, well, the the Colts had 20, un- 20 unanswered points um, until the, the Panthers finally scored in, in overtime. So yeah, they really crazy. came back... And- because, yeah, you thought it was over at the half. Well, it would have been over if, uh, you know, the extra point wasn't missed either, which is crazy because how many times do you see, you know, a place kicker miss the extra point? It doesn't really happen a lot. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, he redeemed himself by making that 41-yard field goal, was it, a 42-yard field goal? Yeah, but in the same like sense, that. it's like you got you to gotta make those, you know, gimme points, you know? Yeah, definitely. Actually, I'm surprised Jonathan Stewart only rushed for 82 yards. Oh yeah, it seemed like more. Because an interesting stat is the Panthers are eleven and one when Stewart has a hundred plus yards. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really cool. I know. So, um, okay, back to luck. We talked about, touched about it, touched yeah. on him for a little bit. Uh, do you think that he's going to be able to carry over this play that he had? Basically, I mean, take away that last interception by Keekley that ended the game, but he played much better in that last those last couple of drives. Do you think he's going to be able to carry that over or is he going to um, revert back to how he's been playing and struggling all season so far? I would like to say I hope he's going to play better because I'm I'm an Andrew Luck fan, but I don't know, going up against the Broncos, I mean if the Broncos destroy them, I feel like it's going to do nothing but really hurt on his ego. Yeah, you can tell that he really takes all of this to heart. Yeah. He is extremely passionate about the game and he's so hard on himself and you can just tell yeah. when you see him walk off the field like he's not looking around at anyone else. He's oh man, oh man, like to himself. Yeah. Like you can tell that he just internalizes all of this and I'm sure he probably d- tries not to listen to the media but 
there comes a point where you kind of can't get away from it completely. Right, right. So, and people have been criticizing him all season so far. So, I think that he just really all because a lot of the announcers I was watching the um, close captions, captions, yeah, and they were saying they kept saying something something's wrong with him. He has to be hurt. Something's wrong with him. Right. And you know. Lisa Salter said he didn't go over to any of the trainers. He didn't, he hasn't talked to any medical staff. Like, nothing's wrong. But they're thinking there's no other explanation for the way he's playing, but that he's hurt. Yeah, so. which is, which is the, the go-to for a lot of people when it could be, you know, something happened in the locker room. It could be he's just mentally not there for, for any amount of reason. It could be he doesn't feel good. It could be whatever, you know? So yeah. it's like, it sucks that there's so many conclusions that are jumped to, but I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes the guys have a bad freaking game. Yeah. They're human too, you know? So, but I do think that, I don't think that we've seen the best of Andrew Luck for his career. I feel like this isn't like he's peaked and he's going downhill or anything like that. I feel like he's just had a few off games. I don't, there's been a lot of changes with, you know, their line, with everything, you know, so we'll just see what happens. Sorry, my foot was stuck. That's fine. Um, yeah, so aside from the quarterbacks, we had the two defenses. I mean, the Colts, I felt like their defense – a little lackluster. A little lackluster, but on the other hand, the Panthers' defense looks great right yeah, now. Yeah, it does. Um, they kind of, like we said, we touched on earlier, they kind of lost steam a little bit there. And they mentioned it, too, in the broadcast that the pass rushing had, like, taken us, they had taken a step back with uh, as far as their blitzing and stuff right. was going. Um, but then you saw in the fourth quarter there at the end, like Jared Allen uh, tackle or sacked Andrew Luck towards yeah. the end of the game. But I th- go ahead. No, and I was just going to say that they the Panthers' defense looks impressive when they want to. Yeah, well, I think too with the, with the lack of blitzing, it's like when you have an offense that's not going to run the ball. I mean, I feel like sometimes the blitz is to shut down the run right away. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I get it. it's also to force a bad pass, but when they're not having like there's more people that need to be covered because Andrew Luck passes more. So it's like when you got guys like, I mean, Norman, he made a sick play in the end zone to block up, I mean, to, you know, break up the pass to Hilton from Andrew Luck. It's like you've got a lot of these guys that you might bring in for the blitz covering these targets that Andrew Luck has because he has so many. Right, well, that's why they were having just one guy kind of uh, be the pass rusher off the edge. I forget who. I forgot who it was too, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, so... And that was working for them. Yeah. But, and then they were having, and then that's what all, that's what allowed the double coverage on his, some of Luck's, like, number one targets, which was smart because he kind of, I felt like he was kind of limited to where he could throw. And every time he threw, whether it was to Hilton or Fleener or Moncrief, whoever it was, they were all, I feel like more often than not, double covered. And so he was unable to make those completions. And then, ultimately through a couple interceptions as well. So I felt like all in all is what I'm trying to get at is the Panthers' defense looks impressive. Yeah, I think they look impressive. And I think, you know, like we touched on earlier, I feel that it's not being left up to Cam Newton and the offense to deliver everything. There is a defense that will shut down I mean, Andrew Luck's not, you know, anything to write home about right now, but it will shut down other offenses that are good. Will it be enough to shut down Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw 
we saw what a good defense can do against Green Bay in the Broncos last right. night. And they really just looked horrible. Yeah. And Andrew, I mean, uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers got sacked quite a few times, if I remember correctly. I, mean, I missed the summer of the game yeah, for the I World Series. Yeah, I don't remember exactly <laughs> how many times, but right. I know that he was under a lot of pressure. We've talked about this before. His offensive line is not really the best. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean. Ooh, I might be even. With, I'm feeling like the Panthers might even do it. I have a feeling. I feel like since they're at home, if they were in Lambeau, I feel like there would be a little bit more of an edge to the Packers. But at home, after a come, I guess you can call it come from behind, but it really wasn't. Just a almost slipped out of our fingers victory. Right. Like you said earlier, I think the Panthers are in the mindset of, oh, crap, like we almost lost that game. When we shouldn't have even ever let them get that yeah, close. Yeah, we can't even let it get... Yeah, we can't give and they, up until it's over. they're 7-0 now, and I think they want to continue... That'd be awesome. Continue that record. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, one thing else that I do want to mention, too, which is interesting and, and strange and all in the same... Uh, Breath. Yeah, like I can't speak right now. I'm so tired. Um, is T.Y. Elton had one reception for 15 yards tonight. Yeah, what's up? Is he hurt? I thought I he was one of so. Andrew Luck's big targets. He is. He had seven. He was set, targeted seven times, only one completion. But I don't feel like a lot of that was his fault. Was it? I no. feel like there was one time where no, 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 it wasn't him. Well, the first half you didn't see anything from him. He no, and he's zero. playing special teams now yes. too. Which is that always? No, not yeah. not always. I mean, that's newer. I think so. I, yeah. I just feel like he's kind of disappeared in that offense, and I'm just not really sure why. Yeah. He was playing well in the beginning of the season, but the last couple of games, he just, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see what shakes out with that. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with him. Yeah. Because I just remember him, in my mind, being superstar. Not, like, amazing, crazy. No, but he's always a solid. He's consistent. Solid guy. Yeah. So... Maybe there's something going on there. I don't really know. I don't know either. We'll have to see. But we're short on time tonight because that game went into overtime. So we have to get into predictions now. All righty. All right. For um, next week. I'm ready. Yes. And now. Am I going to go first or are you going to go first? Well, my Chargers are on Monday Night Football for a second time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Who are they up playing? against the Chicago Bears. Bears. That's right. The Bears. So, uh, Steph, who are you choosing? I mean, you already know who I'm choosing. So. I mean, I feel like that's like a sloppy of sloppy. That's just like, I don't know. Like, for me, that one's like, do you want me to root with you or root against you? I feel like this is going to be a game just like the last couple of games where the Chargers look like they're in it. They, you know, get down to the last seconds of the game, whatever, and it just slips out of their hands because that's just yeah, the type of Yeah, but you can't bet against your, against your no, team. No, I'm not going to bet against my team. All right. Well, um, I'll root with you. Okay. I'm, so we're both I, going I, This is why I can't bet on football because I bet with my heart. I so know. I will bet with you. I will wear a my lightning bolt sweatshirt again. Cool. Um, and then we've got, what, Green Bay versus the Panthers yeah. in Charlotte. I, I, honestly, I'm going to just go out and say I'm going to take the Panthers. Oh, wow. I know that that's like a could be considered a reach pick, but I don't really think it is. I know. I don't think it is either, but are the Green Bay going to... 
I'm going to go with Green Bay. Okay. I kind of want the Panthers to win, though. But I'm going to keep it. And then Denver, for sure. Like, the Colts are not going to beat the Broncos. There's no chance. I'm going to go the Colts. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna give my faith to Andrew Luck. I'm going to say that he's going to bounce back. I'm going to say that Peyton Manning coming off that win from Green Bay, they're going to – like, the Colts almost knocked out one undefeated team tonight. Maybe yeah. they'll do it next week. That's yeah, it. but I I just think I could be totally wrong and lose all three and I'm okay with that because at the end of the day for me it's a lot more fun just to root for the teams yeah, I want to no, win. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just wondering like I don't think Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos are going to be a team that gets to 10 and 0, 11 and 0. I don't think that I don't think that they're that But you think the Colts are going to knock them off? The Broncos' defense is playing lights no, out. No, right probably now. not. But I'm just gonna make it interesting. Okay. No, I mean. All right, yeah. you guys heard yeah. Steph Z's prediction. So yeah. tell them Those again where picks. they can find you if they want to talk to you about your horrible picks. Oh yeah, you guys can tweet me or Instagram me at i a m s t e f z. And you can find me again on Twitter or Instagram at Tina Cap. And we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. I don't know some... The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 